You are listening to the Mead Musings Podcast, the platform we talk about disabilities, critical illnesses and mental health. This podcast is hosted by a resilient critical illness survivor. Sit back and listen to truly inspiring men and women share their journey, struggles, pains, and strategies for excelling in life despite debilitating circumstances. Welcome to another episode of the Meet Muses podcast. Today, my guest is joining me all the way from Las Vegas. The name of the guest is Nelson Tressler, and his story is just so full of twists and tones. So let's welcome Nelson to the Meet Muses podcast. Welcome, Nelson. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. So let's dig into this story. Let's start with where you're born and raised. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've got quite the uh, original origin story. Um, My mom became pregnant with me when she was 15 years old. And when she was pregnant with me, her father uh, drove into their small town square, spotted two police officers, stuck a gun out the window and opened fire on those police officers, killing one and critically wounding the other. And uh, eventually my uh, grandfather was captured and brought to stand trial where he was facing the death penalty for what he had done. My mom testified that the reason that her father had shot and killed that police officer was that the police officer had raped her and she was now pregnant with his baby. And so my mom's testimony worked. My grandfather's first trial ended in a hung jury. And uh, eventually he was tried again. They, they took the death penalty off the table and he was found guilty um, for life in prison without the possibility of parole, where he ended up spending the rest of his life more than 40 years behind bars, leaving behind me, my mom. My mom had 14 brothers and sisters uh, in this small little town that kind of deal with uh, the wake of the consequences of what he had done. All right. So that's kind of twisted. Like your dad killed a police officer that was supposed to be. That was my grandfather. Right. So my mom testified at her dad, who is my grandfather's trial, that that police officer had raped her. And what I will say about those circumstances is I've got a new book out. It's called The Unlucky Sperm Club. And I go into a lot of details on what happened there and, and my mom's testimony and, and everything behind that. So there's a lot of twists and turns there. Even as I said here today, there's a lot of things that I'm not aware of or, or know the exact circumstances of. So lots of twists and turns there that I go into in my book, The Unlucky Sperm Club. So how has the knowledge that your grandfather shot and killed your biological father. How has that shaped your life? That was, uh, that was the story that was told for a long time growing up, and it definitely affected uh, my life and, and it affected really my mom's life and everybody in my family's life in that small town. Uh, you know, everybody knows your business. Everybody is... Uh, aware of everything you do and then throw on top of that, you know, the things that my grandfather did lots of, lots of prejudice and uh, you know, a lot of, of uh, tough situations uh, stemmed out of that because of the way people looked at us and, and specifically me. 
you say that affected you in the way that everybody knows your story and everybody looks at you in a kind of different light. Um, has that kind of stigmatized you? You know what it did for the longest time. I mean, that was a part of my life that I never wanted to relive. In fact, I eventually moved out of that town. I joined the Air Force and uh, moved to Las Vegas and got married. And I never really told anybody else that part of my life, except for my wife. But none of my friends knew, not even my kids knew about that part of my life because it weakened me. And it really was was something that I just never wanted to relive again. So then eventually when I started my new business to help other people overcome their circumstances and, and start to live better, more productive lives, I wanted to use that story. And I, I totally believe that things only have the meaning you're willing to give them. And as soon as I started giving those events in my life a, a positive meaning, that's when I started to gather strength and energy from that story. And now I'm sharing that story for anybody who wants to be inspired and motivated to take control of their own lives and uh, I'm happy to, uh, to share it and for other people to benefit from it as opposed to hiding it as deep uh, as I could previously in my life. Oh, thank you so much for giving us that uh, background information into why you decided to share the story. And is that one of the reasons why you wrote your book? Yeah, I mean, it's exactly why I wrote my book. It was a hard book to to write because there are a lot of personal things in there. And, and I definitely do pull back the curtain and really show, become very vulnerable. Everything from that story to some of my business uh, failures, even I go into some of the failures in my marriage as a father. And, and I just want people to know, I mean, a lot of times people will see somebody who has kind of some form of success that they look at and they think that it was an easy road. They think that they have always had that success or they had great opportunities and that's why they're successful. So when I wrote the Unlucky Sperm Club, you're not a victim of your circumstances, but a product of your choices. I wanted to give a a really eyes wide open story of how I got from where I started to, you know, where I ended up and I didn't want to leave out all the trials and and the hardships in there so that other people realize that the journey to success is not a smooth road. It's a lot of ups and downs and ebb and flows. And even people that you look at that seem like they have their act together, chances are they're they're working on some struggles and hardships in their own lives. You're just not aware of them. Oh, definitely. I do know that everybody has something they are struggling with. We are all struggling with one thing or another. It's For some, it's to get to the next day. For some, it's to get to the next minute. And for some, it's making, building an empire. So for some, it's just having a family. And for some, it's, it's just different strokes for different folks. And the grass is always greener on the other side. When you look at somebody, you don't know what they are going through. But you look at them, you think, oh, yes, this person's got it. It's got it all. But they are struggling with something. But I'm just really curious as to why you chose the title, the Unlucky Spam Club. 
Yeah. So I, I, I've heard the, I've heard the, the lucky sperm club and those are people who are born into privilege. And a lot of people look at those people and feel like, you know, they had all the advantages, you know, there, there was really no other option, but to become successful because of the circumstances of their birth and who they were born to and everything that went along with that. And when I was thinking about my origin story and the circumstances that I was born under, I think a lot of people hear my story and they think you had every reason to fail and every reason to not live a a happy, productive life. And what I gather from that is the circumstances that I was born under actually gave me the fuel and the determination and everything that I needed to live a successful life. And nobody expected anything out of me. So I had nothing to lose. And because of those hard trials that I had to deal with early on in life, they've inspired me and motivated me to live a a very productive life and to really work hard at designing uh, a life that that uh, I couldn't have even imagined, you know, growing up. Yeah, you did mention that your circumstances were something that pushed you. It was something that motivated you to strive to live a happy and successful life. Would you say you are now happy where you are? Yeah, I am. I'm happy where I am. I'm I'm definitely not satisfied. I feel like there's still a lot to do in my life. And, you know, I'm always striving to become the best version of myself. And we teach that in our program, I Got Smarter, but I'm I'm always trying to reach my potential, which we never will reach, you know, in this life. But I'm happy where I'm at. I'm just not satisfied. I I know there's more out there. I know there's more that I can do. I know that I can become a better version of myself and uh, be able to help people. And I've had some sense of success and I'm very happy with that, but success is individual. I want to take it and, and show other people how they can be successful. And I want to have significance and significance is about helping other people. And that's where I'm at in my life is I've had, I've had that success and really worked hard for it and enjoyed it. But now I'm looking for significance. I'm looking to go out there and help other people build the life that they want to live. What areas would you want to be significant in other people's lives or what would you like to do to make their lives significant? My new company is called I Got Smarter and it's a goal fulfillment program that's associated with an app and it really teaches people the the importance of goals and it goes through all the steps to really uh, write a proper goal and make sure that it's it's the goal that you want to achieve. So you know, the significance I'm looking for is to give people all the tools, knowledge, and support to finally achieve their life's biggest goals and to make the world a better place. And the way that we're going to do that is one person and one inspiring goal at a time. And the way that we make the world a better place is by making the person's world, you know, that small world that we each live in, making that a better place. And each individual that makes their world a better place will eventually make the world a better place. 
Oh, that's so true. Yes, making the world a better place. You change one person at a time and that person changes and then the world gets better. And I hope we'll be able to achieve that. But given the current situation of things with the global economy, how smart can people get? I mean, it's difficult right now because a lot of people are losing their jobs. They're losing um, their sources of income. They're losing their confidence. And how can you help people through this period. Things are things are hard out there and there's a lot of things that we don't have any control over as individuals. Yeah. You know, I love the saying you can't control the winds but you can absolutely control the way that you set your sail. And I think we're all we're all stuck in that situation is the world is there's things happening that none of us ever expected to happen and and we really feel like we have no control over that. And and in a lot of cases, we don't. But what we do have control over is how we respond to those circumstances. What are we going to do? I mean, one of the things with the pandemic was, you know, when we were locked down, uh, that gave me time to uh, spend the time on my book. And I was finally able to finish my book that I had been working on for years. So, what meaning are you giving the things that are happening to you? Are, are you taking advantage of them? So I, I do agree uh, there are a lot of hardships out there with the pandemic, but we get to set our sail. We get to react to what's happening. And if we're creative enough, we'll find some advantages. And you know, maybe this is the time where if you're shelter in place, that you have the opportunity to learn a new skill. Maybe you have the opportunity to network with some people that can help you whenever the world opens back up. So it's just a matter of of setting your sail in the direction that you want to go, taking advantage of every opportunity, and not, not setting back and waiting for this all to be over before you start doing the things that are going to further you because time is our greatest resource and we never want to waste a minute of it. So take advantage of it. Do, you know, all you can do is what you can do. So figure out what you can do in in these situations that are going to help you come out the other side, a better, more productive, more prepared person. Yes, it's true. We all have to just do something to make ourselves better, prepare for when the world returns to normal, which I don't think is going to happen soon. But I'm not being pessimistic, but we just hope for the best. At the end of the day, each person has got responsibility for their actions, and we all have to do things that would make the world a better place. But you did describe yourself as a serial entrepreneur, have more businesses other than the I Got Smarter one that you just mentioned now. What other lines of trade are you involved in? Yeah, so I I started a a children's daycare center uh, chain in Las Vegas. We built that out to six locations and sold it. And then I also build out Pet Resort Chain, one of the largest privately held uh, pet resort chains in the country, and was able to sell that. I'm also involved in some trampoline parks, family fun centers, and uh, I'm still still uh, able to uh, be involved in those. And then, yeah, right now I'm really focused on I Got Smarter and the app and the program and bringing that those tools and 
that knowledge and support to people to uh, fulfill their own goals and dreams. So how does this uh, business help our planet? Does it give people more job opportunities or does it improve local communities? What happens with it? You know what? Just like I said, it, it improves the person's world that are using goals in personal development. It helps them become better versions of themselves and it helps them to achieve their life's biggest goals. So, I mean, and goals can be in every area of our life. So, I mean, if you want to get become healthier, you can use goals to do that. If you want to be in better relationships with your children or your spouses or your family members, you can use goals to do that. If you want to start your own business and and help people, you can do that. We, we don't tell people what their goals should be. We just give them the tools, the knowledge, and the support to achieve their goals because so many people have these huge dreams and have these big goals but for whatever reason, they're unable to finish, you know, finish the goal and, and, and complete it. And that's what I Got Smarter was designed to do. I have, I've used these strategies and these techniques in every area of my life over the last 25 years uh, to create a life that I couldn't have even imagined 25 years ago. And that's what we want to do. That's how we're going to make the world a better place because one person's dreams, one person's goals can change the world. Uh, certainly, we've seen that by so many people. But what we're looking to do is one person's dreams and goals can change their world that they live in and, you know, their small town or their family. And the great thing about goals is goals don't only affect the person who is achieving the goals. Those goals affect their families and their children and their children. And it's generational. And if one person is, is using goals to become a better person, the people who follow them are also going to benefit from what that one person was able to do. Oh, yes. You, you did say, though, that you don't tell people the goals that they should be working towards, but the goals, they should be working towards being a better version of themselves. Yeah, every, everything starts from us becoming a better version of ourselves. If we're going to achieve a goal, we first have to become that person who can achieve that goal. And I got smarter as an acronym, so that I uh, reminds us that we're always working on uh, the individual, uh, you know, that person staring back at you in the mirror every single day. We're always working on becoming that better version of ourselves. And as we reach more and more of that potential that lies within us, and, and all of us have great potential that lies within us, as we become that version of that person, then we're able to accomplish our life's biggest goals because we're the type of person that can do it. Thank you. So what has helped you to go through life as a whole? Yeah, I think, I think I've had a, a long-term perspective. I, I've envisioned this life that I want to live. And quickly after becoming a dreamer, you have to become a doer. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of dreamers out there who dream of having this great life or having this great business or great relationships, what have you. But the problem is, is that's where it stops. They, they keep dreaming about it. But one thing you should never do is dream uh, bigger dreams than you're willing to work for. And 
as soon as you start dreaming it, then you have to get to work to accomplish it. All of these goals, living an exceptional life takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of effort. And that's what our program, I Got Smarter, is out there to help people really see these goals through to the end. Oh, yes, definitely. I think everybody, yes, you must have a dream, but you have a vision and you have a plan and you have a goal. So every goal starts with a dream. And from the dream, you go on to having a vision and then you make a plan to make it materialize by doing whatever you have to achieve. So that's where everything is all linked together. Yeah, everything starts with with that dream or idea. Unfortunately, I think that's where a lot of things end as well as we all have these dreams or these ideas, but it gets difficult or we get distracted and we lose focus. And and then all of a sudden we blink our eyes and it's five years later or 10 years later, and we haven't fulfilled those dreams or goals. And that's what our program helps people do is stay focused. And, you know, none of us are perfect. We're all going to struggle. We're all going to fail at some point. The, the key is to get back at it as soon as possible. And the I Got Smarter program helps people do that. It, it, we realize we're not going after perfection. We're going after progress. Okay. And how has that been so far since you started? Yeah, it's helped a lot of people. I mean, we've been affected by the pandemic as well. You know, our first crack at this was based on people meeting in person in groups And with the pandemic, you were no longer able to meet in groups. So we had to redesign our app and we've been working on that for the last nine months to get it to a point where it's self-sufficient and people don't have to meet in groups anymore. So with everybody's goals and and, uh, aspirations, there's always struggles. And that's what this program will do. We wanted to get this program out to people and the pandemic threw us a curveball, but we looked at it figured out how to solve the problem and then started to work on it. And, and that's what got us into the, uh, I got smarter app. As that actually happened, as it being possible to use it the way you want it to work for people right now. Yeah, it, it absolutely works the way we want it to work and has, has been for a few months now and but we're 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 constantly improving the app and and figuring out better ways to you know provide those tools and that knowledge and support for people so it it's going to be an ongoing process and and the more users that we get that use it and the more feedback that we get we're committed to this program we're committed to this company we know the power of it we know how it can absolutely change people's lives so we're we're constantly working on it and trying to make it uh, as good as possible. Just like we're constantly working on ourselves, you know, that journey is probably never, ever going to be done. So it's just a matter of always striving to a better version of it out there, just like we're striving to become better versions of ourselves. And who are the target audience for your app? Who are your target users for this app? It's really anybody who wants to achieve their goals and who needs, you know, that support. We've had people who have never completed a goal in their lives who have failed 
they set a new year's resolution and they don't make it a week or two. We've had people like that who have found huge success with all the tools that are here to help them stay focused. And then we have people who, who are really great at achieving goals, take their goal achievement to the next level because of the app and because of the program and because of the support that's found in it. So it's really for anybody who wants to achieve uh, their life's biggest goals this program will help you get there no matter where you find yourself as a goal achiever now. Is this program, is it a free one or do you have to pay for it? It's $9.99 a month. If anybody wants to download the app, what platforms can they find it? It's on, it's on Apple and Google. So if anybody wants to download the app, they just go on Apple and find the I Got Smarter app and download it. Is it self explanatory yeah that we're, we're we're working on making it very uh self-explanatory that's kind of been what we've had to redo from the the old uh, program to to the new program but yeah it it should be pretty self-explanatory by now and should be able to walk you through in fact we're going to start doing some workshops to help people walk through the process and get get going in the in the right direction from the get go. Well, do you have any advice or last words for anyone at this time? Yeah, I would say my my best advice is get started now. Don't wait. Don't wait until everything is perfect because it never will be. Start where you're at. That's the only place any of us can start is exactly where we're at. You know, what I've realized is we don't have a knowledge problem. We know what we need to do. We have an execution problem. We just don't follow through doing what we know we need to do. So start where you're at and start now. All right. So thank you so much for your time on my podcast today. It's been amazing having you and uh, hope to have you back sometime. anytime i appreciate you having me on thank you for listening please download and share with your friends and family and on social media platforms we are available on apple google amazon spotify iat radio listening notes purchaser good pods radio public stitcher deezer pocket cast Himalaya, and anywhere you listen to your podcast, please leave a review, comment, or feedback on our social media platforms on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and also on our website www.podbean.com. Thank you very much.